Hey folks, it's Dr. Sam, and I want to welcome you to another iClarity podcast. This is a special lecture that I did uh, recently to one of my favorite groups. Uh, this is a place that I work. It's called Kid, Kid Power, and Kid Power is an awesome um, institution uh, that services children with a variety of special needs, uh, especially along the spectrum disorders. And I was asked by the executive director, Carla K. Williams, uh, what, uh, how I work with something called the vestibular ocular reflex. And this is a little more technical than some of the other podcasts that I put out. Uh, this is a special test that I use to uh, help people, adults and kids, who've been uh, diagnosed with uh, vestibular problems, that's the inner ear, related to balance, dizziness, nausea. And um, anyways, it's an interesting uh, eight minutes, and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for so much for tuning in. Hey folks, it's Dr. Sam, and I want to talk to you today about the vestibular ocular reflex, or better known as the VOR. So the VOR uses the inner ear to generate eye movements, and this is important for our gaze, our balance, and our reading. So when we have an imbalance in the VOR, this actually can create a slippage in our visual image it can cause things like nausea, dizziness, and disorientation. So I'm gonna talk mostly about kids in the VOR. Uh, I'm referring to children who have been diagnosed along the spectrum disorders, special needs children, developmental delays. Uh, the VOR usually is underdeveloped and the vestibular system is suppressed. Now, some of the reasons why could be birth trauma, toxicity, stress, general developmental delays, and the moral reflex or the fear paralysis reflex are not integrated. And this interferes with the vestibular development and a normal acting VOR. So the first thing I like to do in uh, testing the VOR is actually give parents a questionnaire asking things like if the child is reading, skipping words, losing their place, uh, covering one eye, holding things close, having a abnormal head tilt, uh, suffering things like clumsiness, bumping into things, avoiding ball games, uh, having sensitivity, to light, sound, or touch, and just an overall stress level where their sensory motor systems are not online. Now, there are two tests that I like to use, uh, but before I get to those, I wanna caution therapists to be very careful about entering the VOR testing system. The reason is, is because a lot of these children are fragile to begin with. And the last thing you want to do is trigger a PTSD response. 
Oh, you know, a lot of times you can tell that the VOR is going to be low or even suppressed just by the history, uh, watching the nervous system, understanding that the primitive reflexes are not integrated. So I would enter the domain of testing very, very carefully. The first test I use is called the spinning test. This is done with eyes open in a normally lit room. And you ask the child to spin slowly three times clockwise, three times counterclockwise, and then you shine a pen light about eight inches away from their face, looking at their eyes. And what you're looking for is an oscillating type of an eye movement called nystagmus. Now the grading of the VOR in the spinning test with eyes open is um, if there is uh, no nystagmus, uh, then you know right away that the vestibular system is suppressed. If there is nystagmus, uh, it should last somewhere between 12 to 15 seconds. That is a normal VOR response. If you see a lingering uh, nystagmus movement beyond 15 seconds, then the vestibular system is overacting. Now, I like to repeat this test with eyes closed in a dim room. So again, you can have the child spin three times clockwise, three times counterclockwise. Obviously, the eyes are closed. It's a dim room. And then you have them open the eyes. And again, they're going to fixate on the pen light. And you're looking for the nystagmus movement. Again, it's the same grading scale. But a lot of times, if you do it with eyes closed, you might get more vestibular uh, interaction. And this is something to note that the vestibular system is not completely suppressed, especially when you take the eyes out of the equation. Okay, the second test is called the dynamic fixation. And if this is with a preverbal child or, or a child that has low language skills, then you can actually hang a Marsden ball. This is a ball that you can hang from the ceiling, a rubber ball, and you have it at about eye level. And what you do is you have the child stand about four feet from the ball and you ask them to look at the ball, keep their eyes on the ball. The ball is stationary, but they're moving their head in a horizontal fashion, a vertical fashion, an angle fashion, and an angle fashion this way, and then a circle. And while they're doing that, you're looking at their fixation to see if they can keep their eye on the ball. If their eye movements move away from the ball in any of those head movements, then you have a lowered vestibular ocular reflex. Now, another thing that you could add to the dynamic fixation would be if you had a child that was school-aged who is reading and understands and can uh, recognize letters, is you can put an eye chart up on the wall. You could even do a heart chart if you wanted to. And you have them move their head from side to side, and they read the chart. Now, what I like to do is have them read the chart before they move their head, and then I have them reread the chart uh, while they do those 
those head movements that I showed you. And you're looking to see if there's the same level of visual acuity while their head is moving. A lot of times when a child starts moving their head, their visual acuity starts to go down. And so this is another signal that the vestibular ocular reflex is suppressed. Now, in my experience, uh, one of the best ways to integrate the reflex or uh, integrate the reflex is through the primitive reflex therapy. And this would be working with things like the fear paralysis reflex, the Moro integration reflex, and the tonic labyrinth reflex. Obviously doing vestibular stimulation activities with eyes open and eyes closed is something that I really um, recommend. And as you know, when you work with kids and sometimes they're not in their bodies or their nervous system is out of balance, if you start the session with vestibular stimulation, this helps the vestibular ocular reflex kind of start working in tandem, the eyes and the inner ear. So that's kind of the, the basis on how I work with the VOR. I think it's a valuable test. I think it can tell you a lot about the relationship between the eyes and the inner ears. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsamburn.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.